You have entered the Arcade Cafe. Today we're serving Miller Lite. Ew. I'm drinking the hard stuff. Well, what do you got? Old-fashioned, made with some fine $22 Canadian rye. <laughs> wow. On a that's today on a Thursday evening. Thirsty Thursday. Well, wow. I knew I was doing this, so I had a drink because tired and hard day. Off of my back. You Alrighty. listen to me, you piece of shit. I'm fucking what are we doing? Arcade cafe. You're really going off the wall just immediately. I should have so, got coffee. That's what I should have did. Boy. <laughs> All right. I... This is what the fans want. Anyway, Caleb, I am your host, everybody, Bryce Yoli, and I'm here with my pal and cousin-in-law and more eloquent host, usually, Caleb James. <laughs> so, here in the Arcade Cafe lies sort of a cappuccino or, say, pint size answer to those hour-and-a-half-long episodes of the main feature of Arcade Bookshop that you may or may not have avoided. At only about 20 minutes in length, we're bringing you a weekly, weekly episode featuring our current thoughts on our video game progress, book progress, a little bit of video game news that is probably already a little old, occasional state of the podcast info, our wants, our needs, our private thoughts, our deepest, darkest secrets, and the sweet nothings that Caleb whispers in the bedroom. Yeah. That's the good part. That's the good part. Can I make creepy so, noises throughout the episode? You can do whatever you want as long as we don't go at like 45 minutes long. I'm like a dirty squirrel in your ear. Can I tell everybody about a nightmare, Caleb? Yeah, sure right. can. So I had this dream that these corrupt government people, uh, I'm reading from my phone because this happened a long time ago, but I thought it was apropos to bring up in the first episode of arcade cafe so i had this dream these corrupt government people wanted arcade bookshop to do well because it had the semblance of being important but was ultimately just another great distraction from corrupt government and i told them that if it ever seems like our listeners are bought by them i will stop this podcast immediately (laughs) and they started to put a bag over my head to kidnap me Mm. so uh i was like Well, I have a lot of episodes to put out still, so they let me go, and uh, then I realized even though they let me go, eventually they would just kill me anyway for not doing what they want, so uh, I just woke up in a lot of anxiety, Mm. and then then I I texted this to Caleb, and Caleb says, I'm glad they left me alone at least. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they didn't bother me. I just think it's lovely and enchanting how uh, everything that revolves around this podcast that I uh, bring to you, you're like, well, out of my hands. (laughs) Well, the government's not coming for me, so what do I care? (laughs) Unless I I got to take up hosting, main hosting duties, then it's not really a (laughs) problem. Well, (coughs) the next thing I like to talk about is kind of a state of the podcast thing. I feel... As I put these episodes out, I noticed that we say so many things that are like super outdated by the time it comes out. <laughs> like six like, months later. Yeah. yeah. Like 
like oh, i'm writing this story or i got this published meanwhile that was like six months ago oh, or even like sometimes it's like current event stuff and it's just totally irrelevant by the time people are actually hearing it so i, I guess just a reminder that we record those main episodes of arcade bookshop like real real far in advance and uh the stuff like <laughs> stuff we say about our personal lives too uh it like doesn't make any sense by the time they they get to your ears so uh that's like one point of uh these weekly episodes as well uh, as well as something short and easy for people to listen to as an alternative to the main episodes yeah current so, news too yeah it's a little bit of a little bit of every current thing we can we can bring to the table so starting out i wrote that we should talk about games that we're playing or that we want to play so i think most recently we both were working on sea of stars you're still you're still in the middle of it right i don't think i even made it to the middle of it yet i haven't played it in like a month now not because i didn't want to i just been actually been doing a lot of writing and I yeah. got way ahead of myself, and now I hit like a whole bunch of deadlines that I have to finish a whole bunch of stories for. Yeah, I well, I beat mm. Sea of Stars, but after that, I like dove real hard back into my writing, and that's something that's outdated in the podcasts that are coming out. Yeah, because for a long time, uh, you were giving me shit about not actually writing, and I was kind of just in a funk for a while and wasn't doing any writing. But I'm finally back at it. So next time you hear in one of our episodes that I'm being a lazy piece of shit, that era is has come and gone. And I'm back on track. I've submitted to about, uh, let's see, 34 journals so far this year. Wow. I've been rejected six times. <laughs> wow. But if I want to reach my rejection goal for the year which was 100 last year i'm just shooting for 100 again i have to get up to about 18 before february is over which isn't going to happen but maybe at the end of march i can get caught up mm. hey i need a, a a huge digression real quick because this is actually popular gaming news that just happened yesterday or the day before you were talking about outdated things well sony just announced I don't know if it's an official announcement, but they said that the PS5 is already at the later stages of the system and they're going to phase it out. Are you fucking kidding me? Four years and they're done with it. And it actually has less games than the Wii U, less games than uh, the PS4. Uh, fuck, I think almost, I think every system it has less games than. Like it only, what does that it have, seems... like 20-something games? Not very many. But Let's they're see. done with it. They're not. I mean, they might make some more games for it. Uh, but yeah, they said it's at the latter stages. It's done. They're just oh, going to ridiculous. I wonder how long that's going to that transition is going to be, because I mean, I, I feel like they say they're done with systems, but they still they're still working on it for a while. Did they say they're done making games for it or let me double check? But uh, as far as I, un I understand, they're pretty much uh, moving on damn that's crazy because i mean they they went two years without even selling it really i mean they sold some but you know that they had that chip uh uh you know they, they couldn't get that chip to make the system so people couldn't even buy it like during the depths of covid mm -hmm. for like the first two years it was out you couldn't even really get it 
and I just got mine, so that pisses me off. <laughs> no. <laughs> After a disappointing quarter, Sony is getting ready to send the PS5 off into the sunset. A surprising announcement, so it was an announcement, uh, considering how little the console has done to prove itself. Wow. So they're already going to be, well, the sales are slowing. So with the bad quarter, I guess they're just done with it. Yeah, so the, this is what they said. Uh, Sony expects the, the trend of the sales slowing to continue as the console enters the latter stages of its life cycle. It makes no it's sense. It's been out for like four years. What do you mean the latter stages? What was the PS4? Like seven most or eight systems, years? Most systems are seven years. Yeah. So like I get, I, I, I get, I get the idea of slowing it down at this point. However, they didn't make any fucking games for it though. They didn't make that many games. And really it's only been out for like two and a half years. Because people couldn't get their hands on it. Yeah. It makes no sense. And that's really irritating that I, I mean, that I bought it. Because Breaking news. Caleb ruins life, Bryce's life with God. bad information. Whatever. It, it, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Anyway, but, as we were saying, you were talking about. We're going to have an episode on Sea of Stars. And I don't want to go into details about it because that episode could be really good. It's a good but, game. Man, that was one of the best games I've played in a very long time. You're is... welcome for me recommending it. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's a huge homage, homage to classic RPGs. It makes fun of classic RPGs. The story is fantastic. I mentioned in our interview with uh, Jay from Square Pegs, it, has, it is almost like flawless. It has... I mean, I didn't notice a single bug, just smooth from start to finish. The music is incredible. I actually want to buy a record player, like a, like a, you know, like a, whatever they're called to buy the, uh, <laughs> the vinyl, vinyl they put out for the soundtrack. It's so good. And I actually played the soundtrack while working at the cafe in the morning when I well, opened. Aren't you fucking fancy? So fun. Anyway. Let's move on. We only got is 10 there, minutes left. We're good. Is there anything that you want to play that you're looking forward to playing? You sent me two games that look pretty fun. I want to play those. I don't remember either name. Uh, Baba is You and Return of the Oberdin. I want to play those because they're neat looking. Uh, what was the other thing? I want to. I still got Beat Sea of Stars. That's my main thing. And I would like to play. What was it? There was a game I was looking for. Oh, The Messenger. Oh yeah, that's because that's that's the one that's related to. It's by the same yeah. production company of Sea of Stars, and they're supposed to be kind of related somehow. Yeah, I want to play that too. I just I downloaded that. Also, we were talking about doing, and like these are episodes that that are coming out, but probably like way down the line. But we were talking about doing stray that cat game that's supposed to be decent and uh doing that while reading player piano by kurt vonnegut mm-hmm. could be cool yes and i bought resident evil 4 remake back in like november december and i am really impatient to play that i just haven't figured out when a good time is to do it now just do it now yeah oh also i started playing slay the spire by because adam blank from remember the game podcast uh listen to that if you haven't yet he always highly recommends that all the time 
it's like a deck builder game, but it's sort of like you're dungeon crawling in a way. It's just you're fighting enemies all the time, but with using cards, and you're like collecting these cards that do different things, like the defense and attack and stuff. It's like really simple. There's like no story to it at all. It's just one of those. Fuck you. I don't right. care about any cards unless it's Magic the Gathering. That's cool. All right, let's talk books. Books, books, books. Nee, 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 nee. All right, our crowning achievement of the year so far. Oh, don't even say it. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> oh, my God. I got a brain tumor. I know. I don't even know if we're going to be able to do a proper episode on the divine comedy. I don't know either. There's too much, and it's fucking boring. It's. I will, because I'm going to reiterate this all on the podcast that we officially do for this. <clears throat> um, the whiskey's giving me the vapors. I went strong on it. So the Divine Comedy, I really enjoyed it up until halfway through the Purgatorio. So when I'm literally, well, not literally, I guess, uh, literally, I'm climbing this fucking mountain, metaphorically. <laughs> and you in the like book, climbing a mountain. What, I'm just climbing this stupid mountain, and the book is also the mountain, and it's very annoying, and I am, uh, I don't know, halfway up the mountain, I just stopped caring, uh, then it got really boring, and then I, here's just the, because I don't think you've got to the Paradiso yet, fucking super boring, Paradiso turns out to be uh, the most medieval style of the whole Divine Comedy, and it, the way it's written, like, medieval, like, more very like old barbaric, style, like... everything the way it's written the it just talks about light a lot and, and everything's boring and it just it sucks no good i don't mm. like it yeah so we got we actually read all of john ziardi's translation of the inferno and the purgatorio but those notes are just absolutely unbearable i like the notes it's just there's a lot of things that no are, there's like, a lot of go on there's a lot of Italian politics of the time and references that just who cares. And there's a lot of geometry and not well, some geometry, uh, yeah, geography talk. There's a lot of geography and a lot of astrological talk. So the sun and the placement and what time of day, I don't fucking give a shit. I don't yeah. care at all. Like, I get that it's relevant in that you want to know, like, how much time is, tr is passing. Bryce, people study this for their whole lives. Why? Yeah, I know that that's the only th like, I mean, I, I get it's just some Italian fan stuff, fiction but... of him hanging out with his fucking favorite poet and he goes to see his <laughs> sweetie pie up in heaven. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. But it yeah, just goes weird. on and on. And it's about two books too long. Yeah, for real. I and I will say I <laughs> I enjoyed the Purgatorio more than the Inferno. Uh, I enjoyed I mean, half of the Purgatorio. It just got too repetitive to me for me. I thought the Inferno was. I thought the first half of the Inferno was more was interesting, and I think the middle ish. I actually liked the middle of the Purgatorio, and like towards the end, but then the end was just super anticlimactic. The closer it gets to heaven, the more boring it gets. And then you walk through a yeah. wall of fire and you're just like, oh, no, we're in heaven and we're going to go to the moon and we're going to talk to some pretty ladies. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting because I didn't really know. I guess I didn't actually know anything about purgatory until I read that. But I didn't know that's I, what it was. It was just a fucking very big mountain. 
Yeah, we're yeah, where everyone is like actually doing their final repenting. Before and they could just heaven. easily just go to the very top. They're like, no, I'll be here for six hundred years grinding for XP for no reason. Like just dumb right. shit. Like they don't <laughs> have to. It's just like I repent, and they could just go. But no, no, they got to be just. Anyway, I don't. So, we don't need to talk about this anymore because I was going to say about- let's let's move on. Move but- on. I'll just say we read the first two and we're doing audiobook readings of the parody. So Caleb already finished it. I'm going to do it uh, like tomorrow or something. And we're oh, just an FYI, the audiobook, the, the CRD version, whoever's reading it, some lady is so dry. I ended up by the end of it putting on 1.5 speed just to get through <laughs> it because she just was droning on and on. No wow. emotion. I'm like, God, lady, this is worse than reading it. All right. Well, good to know. Yeah, but I had to do the same translation or else it would be dumb. You know, we couldn't talk. Well, I don't know if we're going to be able to talk. We'll probably talk about the Inferno and some of the Purgatorio and nothing about heaven itself. Well, real quick, do you have any do you have any reading goals for the year? No, I still got to finish last year's reading goals. But I finally got to go back to Don Quixote because I'm almost done. I got like 400 pages left. Oh, I put it on the. That. Yeah, I put it on hold so I could read the stupid Divine Comedy. And then I, I looked it up. I, I started reading that in November, the Divine Comedy. Yeah. But I'm flying through Don uh, Don Quixote again because it's so good. And then after reading that, it's even better. Like, it's just funny, and I'm, I'm loving it. So I'm very happy to be back to a book I like. And then I, me, uh, Spencer from the Drug and Pen Writing Podcast, we just got copies of Cosmic Horror Monthly. Uh, they obviously post published Cosmic Horror. Uh, we got the last issue of that to read because they have submissions in July and I might write a story for that. Mm. Well, we both might write stories for that, but we wanted to make sure since it's such a specific genre like that we get the right feel for it. Right. Okay. I had plans to read the rest of Kurt Vonnegut's Oove. So if we ever make decent headway with our episode backlog, that's something I want to dive into. I also wanted to read more John Steinbeck. Don't know. I'm sure you should read East of Eden because I think, yeah, because I enjoyed that. And I'm not a, a religious freak like you who loves the divine comedy and crazy mount, but yeah. I think you'd really dig uh, East Eden. It was really, really good. Yeah, I like Steinbeck, so I think I'll enjoy that. Um, I also, I, I don't know if I'll get to it. I really want to try, but I also want to read at least one of the uh, Martino Kyan books that you recommended you should read um, graveyard clay but that is one that you will need to devote some attention to because it is not an easy read but it's really funny yeah and i'm not ready for that for an attention the short stories i don't know if i don't remember if you got those but the <clears throat> the short yeah, stories yeah. They're, they're really good as well and those are easy reads yeah you gave that one to me and i also want to read something by the uh the japanese guy you gave or you recommended um well i bought that yukio mishima book death in midsummer and then you also recommended something else that we could we could play with uh if we do go to tsushima yeah um okay last couple of things new game stuff have you heard anything about anything about new games just the ps5 news that's okay. the only thing that's really trending and then also you know there's a uh, the new grand theft auto is has it's been have like the last couple months a lot of buzz with the trailer dropping and everything yeah I don't know if I'm going to play that. I, we'll see. I don't... You get to be a voluptuous Latina shooting yeah. people in the face. I don't know if I want to. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. You misogynistic, sexist asshole. <laughs> what, you can't be a strong, well, independent Latina woman? Have you heard about... <laughs> <laughs> I'll gladly 
be whatever they want me to be. Um, <laughs> just tell me what you want and you'll have it. <laughs> I thought these were supposed to be your sweet nothings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did hear about, well, there was the PlayStation State of Play or whatever uh, back on the 31st, January. And the two games that stood out to me, I actually didn't watch it. I was listening to other people talk about it. But the two games that stood out to me were Rise of the Ronin, which looks a lot like looks a lot like uh, Ghost of Tsushima, and also this game called Judas. That game is, from what I remember, if I remember correctly, that game is made by the people who made Bioshock, and it looks kind of like Bioshock. So that one well that doesn't come out until the until 2025 i don't think but that one sounds really cool it can i suggest a game for you to play okay fear and hunger <laughs> you got a second one go. i want to i want to play but yeah you know talk about games i really want to play the second fear and hunger but i'm waiting on you to play the first one butt lick why don't you play sea of stars and then uh maybe i'll play fear of fear and hunger why don't you play this nice wholesome game instead of the gross rapey game? Okay. Okay, Bryce. <laughs> I'll play See, the fun, happy, go lucky, we have campfires game. It's only like 30 or 50 hours long. Just Yeah, I'm like four hours into it. Yeah, just you gotta just plug at it. It's the couple hours a day. I'm about to put all this the sliders on and cheat. You can do that if you want. Honestly, I don't even care if you don't care, just so we can talk about the story. But anyway, uh, I digress. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I wrote down that I have indie games to talk about, but I can't remember what the hell I was going to say. So, Unimportant. Next to last point. This episode will probably be a little bit longer than the rest just because we were introducing it, but <laughs> have you seen the Apple Vision Pro? Yeah, everybody's walking around on subways and shit with these stupid goggles on. Dude, that is a nightmare. You don't and... want your world to be artificially changed? No, and without... without... Without going into it, since we're on minute 24 right now, I think it is the way that they're going to control our minds. What if it makes every chick have big knockers? <laughs> is that what you want, Bryce? A world where everyone has big knockers, but they're not yes. real. You can't yes. touch them. Uh, I'm just saying, at some point, someone's going to go, this technology is cool, but you know it would be more cool if we turned it into porn and that's where the fuck it's gonna go is porn advertisements yep. and hacking and people are gonna just get scammed galore they're gonna wear them while they have intercourse with their gross other significant others because you know they don't take care of themselves anymore and then but they'll see somebody else and then it's just gonna be a world of debauchery and i'm not for it also there is a great uh, um it is a comic series, not a manga series. I believe I read a long time ago called Tokyo Ghost. And one of the things with Tokyo Ghost is they all wear these headsets that alter their reality. And it's exactly what I see coming. It's like you get this constant dopamine rush because you see all the shit you want to see. But around the edges of the screen is nothing but ads. Just ads, 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 constant <laughs> ads. And everybody's a zombie and the world has gone to shit. And that's what's going to happen, Bryce. And I am all for it because I will be one of the ones in the, out of the matrix. I won't yeah, be me too. I my thought is that because people are wearing it while they're walking around and driving, which is terrifying. My thought is that they're going to like subtly add things to your vision that aren't really there without you really noticing what it is. 
to the point that advertisements well not even advertisements just like things that look like they're actually part of the environment your your environment like like as if you know something as subtle as just like adding a bush that isn't really there or adding some kind of object that you wouldn't you know well can i freak you out even more there's a black mirror episode where they have these goggles and they give them to the military this is mid 2015 ish somewhere around there uh they wear these goggles and they go to these war zones and they shoot the fuck out of these big gross aliens surprise the twist is they're not aliens they're just poor innocent civilians and stuff that the goggles made look like you know nefarious monsters yeah i think it's gonna make people i can't wait psychotic and i can't wait until the goddamn dystopia future comes it's not even the future it is now and i'm here and i am ready for it i want everything just to go terrible every i want to be on the worst timeline and then and then i'm probably just die i guess i don't know i'm not gonna enjoy it hey can i make an announcement before we go yeah go ahead i got accepted into the spring issue of strange tales zine or strange days strange days zine it is a print awesome. book and it looks pretty cool. Sweet. When does that come out? Spring. <laughs> that's all it says. Um, right. I actually submitted that to a different publication that's very similar and they completely ghosted me and I didn't hear anything. And then I found out a bunch of other writers didn't hear anything. And I was like, mm. well, that's kind of shitty, but maybe they're just waiting. And then they already said, well, because the book comes out March 1st. They already have pre-orders for the book, so I'm like, I guess I'm not in it. But they didn't tell anybody, so I <laughs> submitted my story somewhere else because I'm like, no, this is a good story. Those people are just fucking, whoever runs that is a fucking dickhead. And surprise, surprise, he was just a dickhead. I got accepted immediately. Not nice. immediately. Actually, it was like a couple, it was like a month. Well, can I make an announcement? No, we are out of time. I have been rejected from Poetry <laughs> Online for the eighth time. <laughs> Uh, pen review mm. for I don't know the seventh time, uh, Famadon review, and countless others. I don't know six, six, six rejections just in the last. Well, couple I want to talk about my rejections this year. You're okay. talking about rejections. I got. I don't have actually that many. I have a lot of submissions, but no reject rejections. I was rejected by Cursed Morsel Zine. They didn't mm. like why it was a themed piece. They didn't like it. Uh, actually, you could read that story. I think it's a story. I don't remember. It's like a flash. Fit. It was like 250 words or something. It's called Broken Sky. You could read that at calebjameskate.com. All I right. also got rejected by the Mercy Review. That was the only review I think I got rejected by this year. And I got rejected by the Dark Magazine. They didn't even read my submission because I submitted to them last year and the year before, and I got the exact word for word <laughs> reply after like a day or two. Like they don't, they don't look at shit. Uh, so that is exciting, but I have been published as of now five print books since October. So that's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. My shelf is growing. I have, uh, I have like five or six, I think, I think six, including uh, what's that one that we haven't gotten yet. Diabolic press diabolic yeah i would be excited if i got more print books but they haven't mm-hmm. arrived yet uh there's actually it's not just diabolic press because i got in that as well there is uh a few i think it might just be if they publish i think it's through amazon or whatever these people are publishing through that is where the delay is coming from 
because oh. it's a, it's a couple of publications I got accepted in that are having the exact same issues. One showed the showed the delay of like seven weeks. It's like what the fuck? Wow, that's so. Well, I'm in Horoscope Volume Four that actually drops uh, what five days or something, uh, February twentieth. And I have not got my hardback edition of that, my contributor copy. That's really nice because it, it shipping delay. I could get the paperback. I don't want the paperback. Well, Good. you can talk about your hardback another time in your private, or maybe next week, and let everyone know how hard your back really is. But wow, uh, at this point, gross with it. Way to go, buddy! Family I promise. Show and you're talking nothings. about sick, nasty, you nasty. I promise, sweet nothings, and we're a half an hour in. What is wrong with us? What is wrong with you? You're going long. End it. Fucking end the show. All right. We got another show to record. That's probably you know actually requires attention. All right, everybody. This, this has update. been the this first. Is, this is stupid. This has been the first episode of Arcade Cafe. Today we had a Miller Light, which I just finished, and Caleb had Ooh. a stupid old fashioned. Dude, Thank I gave you, you like 50 cases of beer us. and you're drinking a Miller Lite. You gave me Miller Lite. Yeah, but I also gave you a bunch of good beer. Thank you, Until everybody. Drank all those. That... Yeah, I Thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Shoot the poop. I'm your host, Bryce Yoli. This is my pal, cousin-in-law, and more eloquent co-host, Caleb James. Indubitably. And we'll see you next time.